Welcome to Buddha's podcast. Today's podcast is all about frequencies. So we're always talking about them in myriads of ways, and, we're, and Hanuman's been talking about um, the essence and what it is to be um, expressing through frequencies that create the dance of the elements, and that includes areas where you can create more of the water elements. So here in Australia, there's uh, huge water restrictions, but let's take the word huge out of it and simply share that when there's a convergence of frequencies and you can shift the frequencies into a state of equanimity uh, that pro produces particular vibrational sound waves, then the dance of the elements will constantly come into a self-alignment and without being thwarted in any way, shape, or form. So we thought we'd stay focused on this uh, fre on frequencies because everything's embodied in that energy in this physical reality. And we're all living in different physical realities. You know, most people are living in their own world, not to generalise by any stretch of the me uh, meaning, but we do. We can go off into our own world or, you know, we see what we want to see, and sometimes that's really wise because, you for some of you and most of us, and definitely we're part of that um, cycle of wonderment, we love to create through uh, harmony, equanimity, uh, peace, shanti. Uh, but we also love to be creative in the way we uh, manifest things. And we have a soundless to sound frequency understanding. Um, you know, in this world they call it quantum physics. And, uh, you know, and we focus on the, the um, neutrality of that, you know, without going on a pendulum of who's right and wrong with any, any one particular uh, philosophy or ethos. Because for us, it's counterproductive. For uh, you know, for all of you, well, only you will know, moment to moment, and it can change. And everything in consciousness is always evolving itself. You know, it's always experiencing, expressing through infinite ways. So we wanted to focus because we're moving for um, what we do in um, Budai and Spatiri Design, which we're still in the process of manifesting in a, in a, in a more physical way using quantum physics understanding, definitely, but also through a different way of manifesting. And it's something that we're also, uh, you know, traversing our neural pathways as to how we maintain a particular elevated frequency while still being in this physical form because we're vast omnipresent um, essence and a myriad of collaborators or collaborative um, frequencies that come together in a convergence that is even producing this podcast. So there's not one individualized identity as such as, you know, you might be introduced to a person, you might say, hi, I'm Bill, or hi, I'm um, uh, Dove, <laughs> Dovedale Sky, or whatever it is that you want to, whatever your name is. Um, but with us, it's, it literally is a collaboration of infinite frequencies that come in at any given moment as we're even talking. Different frequencies are now uh, in resonance, and it changes all through each podcast. And uh, the reason behind that is, is uh, there's a converge, convergence in these frequencies that uh, desire to share. And desire is not really the, the word that, you know, um, really encompasses what we're trying to express. But there's, and it's not so much a decision as a, as a human being makes a decision to, you know, put a stamp on an envelope. It's not that kind of decision. It's simply... Uh, creation itself, 
that's sharing frequencies into a physicality. It's probably a, a more conducive way to share something or express what we're ex trying to express and share with you all. So frequencies, so what we're doing, because we're focusing on the biomimicry, but then we're transcending that in the second half of your year in 2020 uh, into something else, which is way too early to share that rhythm, rhythmic nature. Um, but there is snippets of neuroscience um, and uh, uh, biological understanding of how your physical functions flow and create patterns. And for, for this, this physical form, um, even when we're all not in convergence, one of her main ethoses in this world is she has a very sound understanding of patterns. She can uh, resonate with any pattern of a human nature. And she can resonate uh, any, within any pattern of um, nature itself. Um, and that you combine human nature as nature, and that's her whole ethos within Budai. That's her participation in Budai. So coming into the biomimicry of that, and when we transcend that in the second half of your 2020 year cycle, um, it's a whole different journey um, within this physical form. And there's more uh, frequencies coming into lightness to share how something can manifest. And so when that time comes, you'll all know, those of you who are still coming to the party of what we're creating, those of you who then want to disconnect because your journey's taking you off somewhere else in a different direction or a different flow, because everyone's moving in different ways all the time, every nanosecond and, and even more than a nanosecond, there's, there's you know no time continuum in this understanding in the way that you perceive time. We're, it's more timeless. So with this biomimicry, so with, where we started in the... Uh, in 2019 and into the end of 2019, all dissolves completely. And the focus has been on uh, the Desert Stirt Peapod project. So we'll share a lot more of that in, in January 2020. We go deeper into the flow of that particular flower and the embodied energy from a cosmic consciousness. But also we're going to share something because there's more beings, you know, that it's, it's so out there in your world. I mean, gosh, you've got Arcturians, Pleiadians, you know, Gaia people, you know, you, you know, they're all, all what is, but there's a, there's an understanding. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. You can't not know that there is something more than what you think that there is because it's so out there in your social medias. It's in your internet. It's in your uh, NASA. It's, you know, it's, um, well-known, well-documented, even though in some quarters of your world it's still kept hidden. And then there's those of you who have been able to break away from those super secrets <laughs> that aren't secret at all, cosmically speaking, um, you know, and started to voice that, you know, even when they've been threatened and things like that. So, and everyone really at the end of the day is um, sacdocent. In other words, uh, they're sacred within their journey regardless of what's going on in their exterior world. And that's something that's really um, helpful to know, especially when you're realising what is truly a natural state of being, one that doesn't operate from a flight or fight response. It's something that's not truly um, or was never within the DNA coding of uh, humans. It's something that humans evolved into through fear and creating fearful constructs and then becoming addicted to drama, you know. And I'm sure all of you, actually we know all of you that are listening to this at very, very varying times are very aware of your own dramas and the stories that you make up and then mirrored through your 
social medias and, and, and media content until you then recognise that it's not helping you or serving you in a way that you now want to move into whenever that moment or nanosecond uh, dawns on you. But, you know, whatever it is, your journey is always going to be wonderful because you're choosing it. So transcending this understanding within the Desert Stirt Pea um, flower, this particular flower with the six petals, there's patterns within those petals. Each petal has a series of tapestries. And within the bows, which is the dark circle, there's a particular sound wave that is an embodied energy um, within that sort of darker part of the desert, Google the flower. Um, they're really, and it's surprising for such an amazing flower, it is very tiny in what you think, when you, when you look at it, it's like such a tiny flower. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it sort of disappears in the landscape because it is small and until it gets clusters like you get along the stems that grow on the ground, you know, you've got these different ones at different um, parts of the stem. And they're not always easy to uh, strike. Um, so, and, and even though they're an arid climate plant, um, even then, sometimes it's you know if you're trying to strike it, it's not always that easy until you really recognise the tapestries that are creating the form itself. And that's fascinating. So that's really our work within you know that we're going to be sharing within Patreon in particular, um, and uh, because it's a way that we can share in the way that's uh, effective for a short period of time anyway and then you know we we share it one-on-one -on -one with people and, and in, in community groups and so forth over the existence we won't say time frame because <laughs> our time frame is very elastic you know so back to the biomimicry so then dissolve the understanding of biomimicry because in your YouTubes and with all of the people that um, are out there uh, recognizing that the way nature creates its architecture uh, is really conducive for human beings to live within that kind of structure and yet it's not being done on a mass um, area uh, but that's changing because people are desire, desiring to live differently so it's a natural evolution, it's a natural process and remaining and staying and expanding in that positivity is where the frequencies start to vibrate and then manifest through these particular soundless to sound vibrations. And that's really important, that's an, that's an amazing awareness. If you can stay attuned to that vibration, drought ceases to be in existence, you know. Amazing, right? In Australia, where people have placed water restrictions, there's no requirement for that. Once you recognise and tune into these particular tapestries of light, um, the water element is sound. And so, you know, there's been so many beautiful people. Um, there's the man that um, showed the patterns when you spoke to water in a more genteel manner. Then the patterns started to change when there was a harshness um, demonstrated or, uh, you know, um, working with water, then the patterns really were ruptured, you know, and um, dispersed in a different way. And same too, you know, if you need a correlation to that, and you don't need to be a scientist, you don't, unless you desire to say, I need to be this, or I need proof to see that, if you, you can quite easily tap into this flow, just even by requesting ways within the self that will light up inside you and, and show you ways that's relevant and in resonance to you because when it resonates with you, 
it's effortless. When something doesn't resonate with you, there's not that opening and expansion to receive anything in this way. So even what we're saying, you know, you wouldn't be listening if you weren't resonating on some level. And those of you who've dropped off, <laughs> that's normal, right? Because there's no resonance. So even when you wouldn't, if you're doing your own experiments, if you feel the need to experiment at all, you know, when someone speaks to you harshly and uh, you're empathic, then it's going to affect you because you're, you know, you're very open. And if you're heart-centered, the more you can shift and raise your vibration through soundlessness to sound frequency vibration, then the, the, the more fortified in, in so far as that inner empowered self um, transcends the um, impact of harsh content being fired at you. And then eventually what happens is, you know, you, you, your ether, your energy is so vast and expansive that it doesn't impact you in the same way as it does when you became more introverted within your energetic field. It's just an awareness for those of you who get bombarded in different situations because the world is in a different state of flux in different areas. But the more you tune in, if you're on this path, if this is your thing, that you want to keep growing, become the deep sea diver within the self and in the cosmic consciousness that you are as a physical manifestation that's created your form and will choose, if you desire to, continually change or transform your form as your heart's desire. So it's very heart-centered and we're particularly heart-centered here and very much in the Muladhara, the base chakra. Remember, all these energy centers are simply gateways, vortexes of creativity. And there's infinite, you know. And then when you transcend and recognize that your form is not so solid, then that's a whole different way of flowing through co-creativity. And it's what we really focus on and helping or sharing, you know, um, because we've been asked to by people who've come to us over the years as we ourselves have moved through different many, and many forms and varied forms. And uh, so, um, yeah, the next six months has um, transcending the art of biomimicry and then sharing in the last half of how then is a very, very different understanding. But that frequency is not in resonance in your Earth con time continuum at the moment. It's not in any of those um, scientific worlds at this stage. But a lot can change in a nanosecond, remember. Everything is uh, movement and flow. It's not a static moment. Um, but right in this nanosecond, it hasn't been birthed yet. However, there are amazing people who are um, have studied and unstudied and, and um, you know, uh, and are putting it out there in your social media, whether it's YouTube, and there's some amazing people that have got um, either people who've done what seems to be miraculous things, but really it's all normal. You know, it's all part of what you're capable of. Always coming through the heart center because the heart center, it, never, it, it causes no harm. It's a himza in itself. Um, do no harm because it just doesn't, you know, it just doesn't. And, uh, and that connected to the hara, which is that uh, energy force that goes through the center of your entire being, um, is a force within itself. And it's such a place to preside within because it's so full of shanti, peace. And within that, your nervous system, your vascular system, and your endocrine limbic system operate in a completely different frequency. And if you can expand into that allowance and really feel where you're resonating with that, and it's okay because we know that some of you aren't resonating that. It's all too much. It's all too hard. You know, you're a little bit scared. <laughs> Because when something seems like it's unknown, then often people do fear it until they don't. 
And one way to elevate yourself and let go of a fear is to breathe, come back into your elongated breath because it literally soothes your nervous system. You know, it's like someone giving you the huge hug that's really genuine and warm and open-hearted with a, a big dollop of unconditional love. It's nourishing, it nurtures. So when you come into your elongated breath, your vascular system, which is a very important system in your human form, and your nervous system in, aligned with in your, the holistic elements of your limbic and endocrine system, really come into its own. And the DN, your, um, uh, your DNA is transformed within that equanimity. And it, it does it on its own, right? It's not something your mind is telling it. It's connected cosmically because it is cosmic consciousness. So it's not something, it's not a doing, it's a being flow. Yeah. But let's go over that again. <laughs> well, you can hear you as you're listening to this. It's, it's really awesome. It's really cool. And so thank you so much. We have such a good time listening to you all because we can hear, it doesn't matter what stage you're listening to these podcasts, we can hear you and we can hear your thoughts because there's different time continuums. Cosmically speaking, it's multidimensional and uh, so we can pick up on your thoughts. So some of you think you almost got it, then you think let's run that bias again. So let's start again. So your systems, your body, your physical form has infinite systems, but the ones that are most... Um, talked about, discussed in your uh, neuroscientist world, your quantum physics, uh, your limbic system, your endocrine system, your nervous system and vascular system. These systems, and, you know, and the motor neurons and the neurons within your mind, your brain, um, and, and then we would then say beyond that. So they're the things that are now currently in your flow. They're currently talked about by professionals in, in social media and YouTube, getting the word out, helping people. It doesn't matter if you don't get it or you don't believe it. It's not about forming another belief system. It's about expanding and becoming open. Discerning, definitely, because, you know, there's lots of stuff out there, right? Everyone knows that. And also be discerning what, what's, what you're hearing with this podcast, because if it doesn't resonate, that's also perfect, okay? And you just switch the, the audio off. However, for those of you who are intrigued, then it's, it's, it's a journey within itself that we'll always keep expanding and sharing. Uh, and it is by request. It's not something we've just popped up and said, hey, hey, let's just send this out to the airwaves. So these things are going out by these people that are um, very learned, have had their own personal experiences and work with people who have had infinite experiences. So we too are working with a being within this that anchors all of what we are within these frequencies and more that is coming in, that anchor what we are within this physical structure. So um, it hinders that dispersion until we're ready to release itself again. And so that's how, it, and, and so therefore um, we can speak from um, uh, the experience of this body as well because there's many experiences within that. And so her world is very different to, you know, her, her closest friends are people like Gautama Buddha and, and Hanuman and, and uh, Lord Shiva, as you know him to be Lord, and Ganesh, Lord Ganesh, Lakshmi, and there's just so many Shirdi Paramahansa Yogananda, there's so many that have journeyed in your world and then transcended, you know, let go of that density in their physical form, but really just transcended and elevated their frequencies, you know. Even if some of you have thought their body was put into some sort of casing or, or whatever happened, their embodied energy is still very much very vibrant. 
and a lot of them have chosen to maintain that imagery um, because it's easier to resonate with that and it's easy for us to share because those names are known to some of you, not all of you. But irrespective of that, it's not about knowing any particular people or knowing those people because they've been written about, because they've been teachers in the world that's been, that was, was, and still their teachings are still very much alive. You know, because we could also talk about Batar from the Pleiades. We could talk about, um, oh, God, uh, Seth. We could talk about, gosh, there's so many. Oh, Abram's beautiful, very much in vogue in your world. I mean, there's just so many, you know, and you and all of you, you're a beautiful dance of the elements and frequencies and soundless to sound frequency vibrations. Um, extraordinary, you know, you're all extraordinary in your way, all beautiful, all light, you know, all lit up. You know, if someone is looking from above and they look to look down at everyone, which no one looks down at you, by the way, <laughs> but just as a, a way to describe, it's like this beautiful light, radiance. And that's what we see when we, we see all of you. And colours, so beautiful in colours. For us, it's sort of not too dissimilar like a rainbow, you know, so colourful by nature. And uh, and we see the colours in nature as well from where we... we, uh, we vibrate at and so let's go back to biomimicry and the resonance and how does that relate to your vascular system so those botanists those horticulturalists and those people who are gardeners those people who just love to learn and grow about the biology of nature or nature itself maybe hopefully not so much through dissection because you can learn so much more by not dissecting your plants <laughs> So much more. Um, but, you know, people dissect people, right? So, But it's a really helpful thing if you cease to dissect things and start attuning to their vibrational frequency. So plants have a vascular system, yes, for those who have a non-vascular system. But, uh, yeah, plants have this beautiful vascular system, as do people. And there's very, there's very much a similarity in vascular systems. In fact, ultimately, it's mirroring each other. Interesting, isn't it? We had this conversation with someone that um, we were talking about and they said, oh, don't tell me you're one of these people that think plants are sentient beings. Um, you know, the embodied energy that we work with him went, mm, well, you know. Because <laughs> then he said, well, what would we eat then, you know? But actually, just like Indigenous cultures are still so openly and ready to share with you all, is they always honoured when they went to a flower. They they honoured the exchange of energy that they understood that the and with the flower that the flower would choose whether that energy that the flower embodied would then flow on in to the person that was making the request to pick. You know, there's beautiful Indigenous people. There's a beautiful woman in Australia um, who teaches this to people who were interested in learning, and she would always uh, go and ask a plant. I know. And sometimes the plant would say no, so she would honour that and move on to another. You know, it is that simple. And it doesn't matter whether you believe it or don't believe it, it's not about that. Unless it is for you and then, well, that's your thing and that's what it is. But just being open, open to energy at large, you can't but help feel something or sense something, you know, hear something, depending on how you receive information. It's all different for different people and then it's not, you know. As you become more and more open, it's amazing how your um, gateway is open to different possibilities and then different realities. And uh, and very sane. It's a very sane process. You don't feel insane, doing it. You just feel very sane because you're cocooned in that energetic stream. 
So it feels very natural and normal. It doesn't feel like you're off the wall or bouncing off walls, you know. And uh, it's cocooning. And nature is very, very nourishing. It's very, very cocooning when it recognises that you're opening up your vortexes to co-create with it. So imagine if you're not ready to participate in that way, it's let your imagine go and, and open up. So imagine building the places you want to live in. You know, the, the places you, you want to wake up in the morning. Imagine connecting to your favorite plant, your favorite flower, and feeling the energy of the stem of that plant or flower. The vascular system that runs through the leaves. Imagine feeling that pulsating. This body does all the time. It actually feels the her, her vascular system very much... Um, is the same energy very, very consciously. So she feels the flow from the, the leaf that touches her skin and feels that vibration going up through her arm. And then she actually vis physically sees the, the morphing and the colour changes, you know, the colour changes. It's interesting. You know, yeah, <laughs> keep breathing, guys. You're holding your breath. Some of you, not all of you, some of you have gone deep into your elongated breath. Awesome, my goodness. We can feel it. We're, we're yeah, right down in that muladhara. Some of you have gone all the way. Okay, but even if you have, if you haven't, those of you who haven't, just keep breathing just in your own rhythmic way and then just slow the breath down so your mind becomes vacant and you come into the knowing nothing, which is so peaceful. You know, when you know nothing, it's so peaceful. There's no feeling when you know nothing about having to prove that you know something, <laughs> to feel valued or, va you know, valued, you know. We're so, it's such a judgmental society in so many ways. You're valued in an unusual way. But however, when you come into the knowing nothing, really you're open to knowing what you require to know in the moment you need to know it. So it's a very different energetic um, frequency. But it's very soothing on your nervous system. Your nervous system will just feel very zen <laughs> So coming back to the morphing and the vascular system. Yeah, we just wait. So you can feel the flower opening up. So you know when you see some of the ancient um, Sanskrit or Hindu texts um, that, you know, the energy chakras are, are, are symbolized by the lotuses. And, yeah, so there's a meaning behind that. And a lot of you have, have studied that, you know, whether you've studied not, not the postures of yoga, I mean, they're, Great for the body. However, you've gone deeper into yogic understanding. You know, yeah, it's every, it's in everyone. You know, but a lot of people, you know, as you all know, when you know you're studying something, you know, it, it stays very much on the surface. But a lot of people now are awakening and desiring to go much deeper. So, there that you've studied right and gone very very deep into the flow of the lotus, and uh, yeah, the petals and so forth. So there's that opening up and you've just felt the opening up and some of you with a sunflower opening up, you know. So whatever whatever uh, energy is revealing itself and, and the form that it's taking, it's, it's, it's connecting with you and that's beautiful. For us, we're now seeing the sunflower, you know. The sunflower for us is just a beautiful symbology of light, you know. And it's also part of the photosynthesis process. And, uh, you know, the trees are effortlessly manifesting their photosynthesis process to create great oxygen that's clear and purified. Definitely, it's, it's certainly um, working tirelessly in Australia to, to maintain a clean air pathway. And it is doing that, and so is Gaia. 
cleansing the earth uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking our time with this podcast because we're listening to you as we go along. So, yeah, some of you are saying back to biomimicry. So, yeah, Desert Stir Peapod series. Okay, so the idea behind that that was gifted to this body when the imagery came actually came from a Pleiadian being um, who's very good friends of this, um, you know, the main anchoring frequency in this body. And, uh, you know, she had this conversation. And it's, it's not the conversation that we're talking about. There's no words. There's simply presence. And presence has a, a, a it doesn't use necessarily words. In fact, it doesn't with this interchange. Um, it doesn't use words. It just has this presence that simply creates through source energy. So there's a knowing that births itself. It's what we call self-seeding. And it births itself. And a lot of people are starting to use these, this terminology, self-seeding, it's coming up a lot. But so many more are using it and don't understand what they're talking about. Not because they shouldn't say it, definitely. The more it's spoken about, the more it sparks the art of inquirer, in, in the inner inquirer to come up and within you and, you know, go into the crown centre and open up that crown centre like the baby, the soft palate of the crown, and then you know, feel what's uh, coming through. Yeah, right? It's like a, a, be a beautiful light rain shower. It's lovely. And it's very soothing on your hara. Really, really soothing. And that actually is great for those people that are suffering through the fires, definitely here in Australia and, you know, wherever in the world. And conversely, those people who have got a way too much water element that's coming through, that this, this, this process can actually work to harmonize the elements. And the more humanity harmonizes their own dance of the elements, the easier it is for the frequencies within Gaia to aright itself, to create the, the balance again back into its nature. And it'll do it anyway, but it's just a quickening effect. Because frequencies affect other frequencies until they don't. Yep. Just be with that one in your solar plexus. Okay, so back to the crown. So the crown has a soft palate, just like babies when the, the crown hasn't hardened yet. So adults can have that too. It doesn't cause any harm. It, it, in fact, far from it. It softens our intention, you know, that softness, that openness to all that is, to, to more light coming through. And then your fingers, you'll become very aware of your fingers and... and the motor neurons within your fingers and then your toes might want to wriggle and your ankles, you might want to move them because everything is movement, right? There's never a time when something isn't moving. It, movement is just like change. It's, an, it's, it's something that there's no point in fighting and why would you want to? Because it's an evolutionary process and how you evolve is totally up to you. How the world evolves is totally up to those that are creating the worlds and there's more than one world, right? Because we're all living in our own world, until we want to form a community. But even within that, depending on where your monkey mind is or mental armour is, until you become that person that wants to question and work on themselves so they want to become the most amazing person as they keep growing. And because you're always amazing, but you always want to evolve on that and expand on that. So if there's any issues in the tissues because maybe there's an experience that you feel that has been harmful for you, that's causing a disruption in the in in, in you creating the world the, the world you want to create, but also the life you want to live because it's holding you back, then you're able to shift that. 
you know, and by allowing that softness within the, the belly, that softness within the muladhara to open up and open up that lotus or, or what we're seeing, the sunflower, because the sunflower, it's just so radiant, isn't it? And it's got a huge center that has all these beautiful uh, neurons in it, which on a human level would be considered a motor neuron. And this is why we've said in other podcasts, well, even if you've had some sort of damage to your physical form, maybe it stopped you from moving in a particular way or it stopped a limb from moving in a particular way or your back or your spine, um, yeah, not separate, right? We know. Um, you know, your legs, whatever. Or even, you know, there's numbness in your body. You can create a, sen a, a, a sensual delight, a sensual sensation by allowing those motor neurons to self-seed. And it's possible. And it's something that's not a pie in the sky unless you then tell it it is. Everything is possible if you just align with it. And, you know, sometimes people go into fight with it because you're still coming from that fight or flight response. But remember, that's a learned behavior. It is not within the human DNA. It's something that humans created. And then it's magnified by the fear status that people remain in in this world. You know, we, we do things like people put up things, say, oh, we're doing that for your own protection. Then no one, not many people or not enough people ask the question, well, why do I need protection? <laughs> you know, it's, it's understanding the language that's being put out there and seeing where you're resonating in rather than becoming that sheep mindset and just becoming a sponge for the, the negativity that's out there, unless it's serving you in some way and you don't desire it. And it's freedom, right? You have freedom of choice. But we're directing this to people who have chosen to let go of that flight or fight response, to let go of living in fear and just resonate and feel the sensation of peace within the human embodiment and then evolve and understand that you're what you th thought was who you are as a human being has already transcended that. Even in the time you've been listening to this podcast, it has already transcended that. So bring that back into biomimicry. That then also can be mirrored by the dwellings, the places that you um, live within, you know. Uh, for us, we tend to love and thrive within circular embodied energy structures. You know, do we live in one now? Well, we're never in one place for very long, although that will change as we then go to the next stage next year in building. But even if it wasn't, there's always a flow, and usually they meander, they curve, and everything we participate, whether it's you know working with gardens, it tends to have that flow, that symmetry, that 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 synchronicity, and uh, and that has a form of serendipity, right? Because the particles are communicating with each other, you know, and and it's interesting because there's no such thing as distance, so it's. This is such old information. It's been out in the in the world for a long, long time, centuries actually. It's just that what you find in your world and worlds is that someone will become a known figure. You know, they'll be um, really wonderful with their marketing. They'll become known and they become almost like famous. And so it's wonderful also to, even if you're one of these people that has that, maybe you're one of these people that likes to work behind the scenes, you know, you get what they're saying and you understand that these people have got great information and they're getting, they're, they're, because they're well known, they have the ability to, yeah, share it to a wider audience. And therefore it's wonderful because it's going to help. But you might be one of these people that, yeah, you know already what these people are saying. You've been living it for so long, right? 
But because you don't have the marketing prowess or you don't have that desire to be out into the world and share it with a mass populace, you know, you sort of think this is old news, right? <laughs> but, you know, people, there's waves of consciousness. There's waves of elevation. So in the cycles of your existences, there's been people over the centuries that have become famous by sharing this information. And it's happened century after century after century. You know, they'll write books. This day and age, social media is huge, so it's YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, you know. And then they tour around the world and then they write books. But the information is just the same information being regurgitated, but different people have evolved and shifted their vibration and they're ready to pick up on that wave of beautiful information. And then there's those of you who've been on that path for so long and you think, God, but I already know that, I already live that. But I want to expand beyond that. Okay. You know, but sometimes there's this feeling like you can't because who would you share it with? No one's ready to listen. So how do, how do I share that? Who do I share that with? And if you share that with someone that is not ready to be the listener of it, well, we know what happens there, don't we? <laughs> but you can share it with consciousness itself because you're never alone. And no matter what world you're coming from, um, in what in working environment or home or family environment, consciousness is everywhere. And so whatever you're oscillating at within your frequencies, and this is a really important part for you, um, particularly if you've, you know, not had anyone to talk to or share these things with or these insights, you know, and, uh, you, you know, you get frustrated by that because you've got something to, you want to, you know, because when you share it out loud, it seems to ground it and becomes more real, you know, and it gets exciting, right? You've got people to share it with. So what we're saying is that there's already people around you in particular frequencies that are ready to listen. So start saying it out loud, even if you're in your room and you think you're on your own, start speaking out loud. It's amazing how that has the ability to ground other frequencies in a form. You have that ability. So the more you share it, you know, the more frequencies will come into light playfulness in your world. And then you have that recognition and that realization that you have something to share and it's being shared out, shared out there. It doesn't have to be through some sort of social media because that's the thing at this era. You know, down the track, not so far off actually, it won't be. Because there's always a counterbalance. When something is a mass um, movement in your world, there's always a counterbalance and then there's a, a contraction of it. It's just the cycles that your world is constantly going through, you know. And then there's so many more of you that just are just doing your own research. You're doing your own personal growth. You're doing it. And it's a very private journey. But just so you know, there's in the cosmic consciousness, it's all known. <laughs> Ganesh was one of the funniest ones with this body. Because, you know, there was nothing in, in that was private. You know, you can imagine all the intimacies that a, a human form goes through. Nothing was private. <laughs> Which is really wonderful because it's very liberating to know um, that, you, you know, things have, don't, don't have to be uh, hidden on any level. That, you know, you can just truly be yourself. Because it's not always easy, right? You know, to truly, truly, truly be yourself. Because how many of you, and we know there's many, if not pretty much all of you who are listening at different junctions of this um, podcast, there's always some element that you're hiding. Usually, too, first of all, hiding from yourself. 
because you're not quite ready to reveal that to the greater part of you just yet. But the more you do, the more you let go of um, what you keep hidden or secret, not from outside of yourself because really that's whatever it is, but even though that part of you that still wants to go in denial about something for whatever reason, could be any reason, you know, it's amazing the stories we tell ourselves. <laughs> sometimes it's to placate ourselves, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's another reason, maybe because there's a fear of judgment or a fear of being thought of as odd or out there or different or just not understood, you know. But the more you can be yourself, the more happy you feel, you know, when you're really, really living your life as who you are or who you want to become, then you feel really light and you just keep getting lighter and lighter and lighter. So this was the main share we wanted to share you with you about frequencies because that is the dance of the elements and it is frequencies of light and you can sh constantly shift your frequencies. You know, if you're having a bummer of a day, you can shift your vibration by coming into a different frequency, tuning in, just like you tune the dial of your radio, not really actually, not at all like that, but it was an analogy years ago it used to get used. But yeah, different bandwidths, but then let go of that when you're ready to and recognize that when you do let go of that kind of analogy, then watch what happens, not through the eyes, but through self-expression, your ability to have a, a beautiful experience of intimacy with yourself on a frequency vibrational sound wave that is tuned into the soundlessness. Ah, amazing just amazing you just feel oh that feels so good <laughs> it's so nice to just relax right it's so nice to just enjoy everyone's on this speed dial thing everything's fast and furious and you know the nervous system doesn't get a chance to just take a break but it doesn't need to take a break or it needs to feel that it can flow effortlessly to stay attuned to the neurons and the, the motor neurons that it wants to be in full immersion into and feel the resonance of the cosmic consciousness that's always present within the subconscious. That's all it wants to do. But if you can give that gift, even for five minutes in a day, and then expand that, you know, into ten minutes and half an hour and an hour, and then eventually you'll get off that treadmill and your vision for your life will completely transform your journey. It'll also transform how you see um, age, and it'll also transform how you see how you want to live, you know, and how long you want to live and what, how you want to express yourself through your body, how you want to um, renew yourselves. It is that simple and it is that amazing. And if you go on that journey and you start to have the fight against it because thoughts will tell you it's not possible, stay the course. Just keep going deeper into your breath and stay the course if you feel the resonance of it because the transformation is sublime. So we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We've got more coming in 2020. A very unusual experience and self-expression comes from this form in the early part of January. So stay tuned because we ourselves will share that part of her journey, which is something really, it will be out there. <laughs> so stay tuned. We look forward to sharing and uh, happy and safe traveling. The universe is always present always know you're not alone and that there's lots of beings and soundless to sound frequencies that are ready to party with you. Namaste and talk to you soon.